episode of Your Success at Last DNA from YourSuccessAtLast.com. We're going to be doing those necessary actions, getting those daily needed attitude adjustments to give you that motivational oomph that you need every single day, that oomph, that kick in the fanny, right? Me, I'm your host, Sergeant Major Motivation, Tracy the Ace Brinkman, uh, tossing at you those core inspirational building blocks that will help you get what you need to get done, done. I was uh, cruising through some of some old stories. I like to read a varying range of things, and of course, Aesop's story, fables are one of them. And I was, I was remembering the, the tortoise and the hare. We've all heard the story of the tortoise and the hare, and it prompted today's episode. Before we head down that path, all right, let's get get with today's question, shall we? Yes, we shall. Today, I want to ask you. How are you using your talents, right? Even the tortoise and the hare both had talents. The hare, he was quack. He was, he was quack. He was quick. He was fast. He was nimble. Yeah. He was also a little arrogant, a little full of himself. The tortoise, not so quick, not so fast, not so nimble. He was wise and he believed in himself. So when he heard that tortoise always bragging, 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 how fast he was, and how quick he was, and how no one could beat him. He challenged him to a race, right? right? He what? He challenged him to a race. What are your talents, all right? Can you go up against that other, quote unquote, fast person, right? I don't know. Can you? Maybe you can draw better than someone else. Maybe you can debate better than someone else. Or let's forget about someone else for a minute. Maybe your talent is in debating, being able to have that intelligent conversation, and you can really engage people. It doesn't matter whether you're better than the other person. It's just the fact that you're good at it. All right? So grow that talent and use it to your benefit. And you know, just talk about a gazillion ways out there that you could earn a living at even being able to debate folks. I'm not even talking about going into politics. I'm talking about really engaging people. And if you can engage people and give them some value with that talent, yeah, there's a few dollars that people would be willing to to pay you as a result of that, either as an employee or building your own business. So how are you using your talents? That's what I want you to think about today and start and start building off the talents that you have to improve your life, to empower yourself, um, to give back to those around you, to add value. And as you add value, it's going to come back. Unlike the tortoise. Yeah? How about him? Do you remember him? We've all heard this. I know you've heard this story. So just just the quick, uh, we'll call this the Cliff Notes version. Tortoise and hare, brag, 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 brag. I'm fast. I'm quick. No can beat me. Blah 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 blah. Tortoise, slow, solid, consistent kind of fellow, right? He's like, I challenge you to a race, and get off and <clears throat> the race is on. And the the hare kicks off like a shot, and he's running, he's running. He looks back and says, How are you ever gonna win this race if you don't gonna go at that slow pace? The tortoise says, don't you worry about it. I'll get there. And the hare ends up, you know, taking a nap. He says, well, I got plenty of time. This pulls up, you know, on a nice shade tree in the sun, the spring, the nice light breeze is blowing. And he falls asleep. And while he's snoozing, the tortoise, slow and steady, maybe even not slow, but certainly steady and consistent, moves on past him. Leaves him, quote unquote, in the dust, right? 
and ends up winning the race. And and, and as the and the rest of the animals of the forest cheered him on as he crossed, they finish that, wow, right? Oh, Mr. Tortoise, you did it! It wakes him up. And he goes running, but it's too late. At that point, he goes running across the finish line in second place and realizes, yeah, you can be fast, but consisting, consistency is going to blow it away every single time. So it comes to if you're trying to be an overnight sensation and you see this so much, especially in the online the online marketing world, right? Internet marketing world. It's all these, hey, here's how you're going to get rich fast and here's a quick rich scheme, right? You see those. That's a whole other type of overnight sensation. But if you want to become that overnight sensation, you're going to want to focus on the long-term success, not just that one-hit wonder. You see, artists really, uh, and I'm going to focus on artists for a second here, artists who gradually develop a following, right, tend to have way higher sales when they finally, quote-unquote, skyrocket to fame. If you think about the stars of my generation, which would have been coming up in the 70s and 80s, they started building garage band type followings, doing parties and then doing small clubs and building this, I'll call it the flyer following, because they literally would be handing out flyers in Southern California on Hollywood Boulevard. You'd go to the car shows, you'd go to the swap meets, and they would be paying people to literally hand out flyers and put them on your car. And they'd be going to concerts of similar types of music and putting these flyers on your car. So you'd go to a concert and you'd come out and there'd be a flyer for another band that was the same type of music you just got to just listen to. Oh, wow, let me check this out. So you, they built this flyer following. And then when they finally took off overnight, so to speak, uh, they had this following. They had higher sales and they shot to fame like a rocket. But they took them time so regardless of your feet of your field it pays to, to slow down take a step back and focus on moving forward steadily like the tortoise when it comes to your career you'll discover valuable insights with some uh, when you do that and with some of the ideas I want to give you here below I'm gonna break this down into three sections right um, being patient with your career being patient with your job search if you happen to be on one and then being patient on your job okay first I want you to define your own success when it comes to your career yeah and you hear me say this all the time because it works in every facet of your life in your financial world in your spiritual world in your career world right in your in your um, I'm thinking of all the rest of the worlds in your physical world all right it's natural to compare yourselves to others who I'm fatter who I'm skinnier who I am not as strong oh he's got at the corner office and I don't but I want you to build your own sense of fulfillment because that's where the magic really happens. Maybe you don't want the corner office. Maybe you would rather own a hot dog stand and sell quality hot dogs across the street from Grand Central Station. I don't know what it is. What is it for you? Huh? Okay. But while you're doing that, here's the next one. Help others. Be generous with favors. Okay. Think about all the business connections that you have and how these relationships can help you be in service to others. Ah, yeah. Not help you get where you want to go, but help you be in service with others. You'll feel better about it, and the kindness, it, it will be returned to you. Right? Karma comes back around. We know that. And when it comes back around, it picks up momentum. And here's the cool thing. It's going to happen not only when you least expect it, 
but probably when you most need it. All right. Um, with that, with your career, I want you to steer kind of a middle course. See, there's a big difference between adopting a slower pace and being stuck in a rut. All right. And, and remember, right, what is a rut? That's right. It's nothing more than a grave with the ends kicked out. All right. So put forth your best efforts when you're trying some new approach or or put forth your best effort when you're trying a new approach and also realize when it's time to try a new approach. Because you may start with the usual approaches, right? This is what I know. It's always worked for me in the past. Yeah, things are changing nowadays. So put forth your best effort with what you try and then always know when it's time to try something else and try something new. Okay. And here's something I really like. Maintain a side income, right? You may be able to think more calmly about your job when you have a little security of a side income. Think about, I don't know, becoming a personal trainer. <laughs> I have someone very special in my world that's starting to do that. Yeah, she's been th talking about it and she's been started reading like a mad woman. And she, I, I, I believe her. She's going to do great things with this. She's very passionate about the industry uh, and has great advice and is taking the time to learn what it is that she doesn't know and reinforce what she does know. And she may start a side business out of this. What is it for you? Is it selling crafts? Is it catering parties? Is it teaching kids how to play guitar? Whatever it is, start something on the side. Bring a few extra dollars in. That way you can look at your job, your day-to-day, nine-to-five job, with a little more clarity. Okay? And then lastly, when it comes to your career, focus on life outside the office, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, because above all, lead a balanced life. Lead it in your spiritual practices, your positive relationships. You're doing all this, it, it, you'll feel much better and you'll be able to build the practices and the relationship that will provide you with support and meaning. And in the end, that's really all we really want and need. All right. So you want to be patient with your job search. If you happen to be starting one, going through one or, or suffering through one, I've done this myself. It's not fun. It's tough. can be very, very stressful. So here's a couple of quick tips about that. Conduct a personal inventory. Yeah, Do a little legwork before you start blasting out your applications and your resumes all across the internet and the, uh, the world in general. Figure out uh, not just what you're good at, but what you would like to do. Take a little time and thought to think, all right, I'm really good at this, and I really enjoy doing that. How can you put those two together so you can take what you enjoy, add it to what you're good at, and, and really come up with a career path that you'll love. And when you love doing what you're doing, you're going to be a lot more successful at it. And so with that, you're going to have to research a little opportunities, right? Think broadly about the kind of work that you're qualified for. You know, you can chat with some job coaches. There's lots of free resources out there across the net and even, you know, places like your local library. And your unemployment offices, they provide all kinds of services, right? Consider long-term impact of job offers. Ooh. All right. So now you've got you've done the you've done the personal inventory, you've researched the opportunity, you started sending the information out there. Hey, I'm ready for I, I could do a great job for you. And they say, Hey, you did a great interview. Here's your offer. Ah, now pause. It's really important that you think it through. I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions. 
One, what are the immediate benefits of this offer? Well, duh, Tracy, I'll have a job. I'll have income coming back in, be able to provide for my family. Okay, I get it. What are the health benefits? Uh, are, are there any other benefits that you've had before that you don't have now or that you didn't have before that you do have now, right? What are all the immediate benefits, okay? Now, on the other side, if you write it down, flip the piece of paper over and say, how will this job opportunity position you for the future? Are you going to be stuck in that same role for one year, two years, five years, ten years? Or is there growth opportunity? Is it going to take you down a path where you're going to be happy? I want you to think about these things. That way you're making an educated decision. All right? And as you go through this whole exercise, celebrate the small victories along the way because every single one of those uh, interviews are not going to result in a job offer. The job market today is tough. Getting a job offer is really, let's be honest, beyond your control. There's so much that you can do. You can provide a good front, dress right, look awesome, have the perfect credentials and skills. Maybe someone's just a little bit better. Hmm? All right. Feel good about yourself for diligently looking for work. Feel good about yourself about presenting your best and putting your best foot forward. Feel good about yourself about not sitting in your butt and doing nothing about your situation, okay? And lastly, when it comes to a job search, budget for an extended search. These days, sources everywhere are telling us all that it takes longer for most people to get hired. Perhaps you need to uh, think about a lifestyle change. Hmm? Shared housing? I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas out, right? Uh, that will certainly give you some extra time to find that right opportunity. All right. So now, let's let's get past that one. That's the bad side. Let's go back to some of the good stuff about being patient on the job, right? You already got the job. You're doing great, all right? Uh, four little quick tips. One, work sustainable hours. I get it, right? There's a workload that's got to get done, and it's your responsibility to get it done. But working too much time overtime can really backfire and blow right up in your face, right? It will literally leave you less productive, right? So resolve to leave the office on a regular basis on time, except for emergencies and extreme situations. Right? I'm not saying, I'm sorry, boss, Tracy said I can't stay because I'm going to be less productive. No, no, no. What I'm saying is you want to have balance, okay? Go in a little earlier when it's quiet, okay? Encourage some reasonable expectations. Sometimes the expectations of getting things done are a bit unreasonable. And depending on your circumstances, maybe you need to talk to your supervisor. Try to clarify priorities, which needs to get done first, and be prepared to come with recommendations on how to balance the work a little better. If you can't get it all done in the timeline that they're trying to present, and it's unreasonable, what ideas do you have to give to them and say, hey, here's, here's how we as a team can get it done, but I'm going to need this and I'm going to need that. All right? Um, reorganize your calendar is an option. Strategic calendar adjustments is another way to say it. These things can really help you cut down on all that rushing around, all right? Um, for example, if you're really productive in the morning, uh, arrive a few minutes early. That could be 15 minutes, could be 20 minutes, could be an hour, all right? And get that number one thing done. And if someone's trying to push in some uh, morning meetings during your uh, optimum Product, productivity time, then try, try and excuse yourself from that meeting 
and focus on getting that number one thing done because after all it's the number one thing and certainly try and excuse yourself from non-essential meetings they really are time suckers okay and then lastly like I mentioned uh, in a previous podcast about trends study long-term trends idea what's going on in your world in your business I don't care if you're just flipping burgers you're gonna notice trends in the burger orders of your customers um, obviously there'll be a, a lunchtime trend there'll be an evening time trend and do those trends lean towards single patty burgers double patty burgers with onions without onions with ketchup huh right all these different very there are trends so take a little time and pay attention for those trends so you could do a little uh, planning ahead analyze and if you're in a bigger business in a more responsible position analyze whether your current industry looks strong today tomorrow six months from now a year from now five years even a decade from now should you start looking for a possible career change hmm? yeah how about your your uh, your long-term needs does that match up with where your industry is going? You see, by, by planning ahead, you'll be able to develop a logical plan of action instead of scrambling when the the walls start falling in and the sky starts falling, right? It'll be a lot easier to plan uh, to to take some action with a logical plan and some time to, to enact it than it will when the oh, the money has been cut off or the money's gonna stop in thirty days. You you, you feel me on this one? Yeah. Not yet, okay? So, at the end of the day, right, putting together a rewarding career requires um, a little groundwork, a little teamwork, a little consistency, a little time to deal with the fine-tuning. So, you want to be like that, that Taurus and, and keep consistently looking at your career, reevaluating, checking it out, looking out a further ahead. Uh, that's finish line. Am I going to get there the way I want to get there, right? Patience and consistency will pay off and enable you to process as well as enjoy the ultimate outcome. All right? Be that tortoise. Get there first and get there at your own pace without having to break your back. All right, tomorrow I want to talk to you about the party fable. It's a story of conflict resolution gone good. All right? I'm going to leave you like I always do. Think successfully. Take action. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.